Celtic Rugby Podcast, brought to you by Air Sport, Ireland's premium sports broadcaster. Catch all the rugby on the Air Sport pack, which includes BT Sport, along with live and exclusive content from the Premier League, Champions League and Europa League games. Visit airsport.ie for more. There we go. Thank you, BMAC. That's right. That's Brendan Mackin. This is Jim Hamilton, the legend. Bit tired, bit slippered. How come? Just from the weekend. What yeah. happened on the weekend? Yeah, John Terry was at the front lifting a trophy. Champions of Europe. So, was a little bit dusty. Congratulations. Thanks very much. Thanks very much. Um, an amazing occasion. Yeah. We'll maybe touch on that in a little bit, but we are joined by rugby royalty. The other half of Bramilton. It's Kelly, the hitman McBroon. Welcome, Kelly. Thank you very much for having me, gents. It's absolutely fantastic to be here. Brendan, have you heard of Kelly Brown before? Uh, just from what you've said. So be, yeah, that's it. So, so, yeah, so what's your thoughts? Uh, great singer. Thank you very much. All round nice guy. Crap at rugby. Thanks very much Guilty. for that. Yeah. That's so, fine. BMAT, what's going on? Not a whole lot. Business end of the season, isn't it? Mate, it's business. It's business for us boys. Hopefully two more games left. Did you get a week off during the Champions Cup? Did you get nah. to watch it in Dubai or... Nah, nah, nah. Ireland? Nah, nah. Nope. No. Why? Work. Back to work. Does the coach not give you a week off? Nah, uh, we were in. Fine-tuning things. Getting things organised. But yeah, it was it was, it was was great to see you guys. Uh, well, it wasn't really, to be honest. It was actually up for Claremont. But anyway, congratulations. Thanks very much. Deserved it. Mate, it was... Um, That's a good mate, isn't it, Jim? It is. That's a good mate. What did you think of my performance? I thought you guys Excellent, were to be honest. Yeah. Really good. Yeah? Yeah, really good. I just don't know why you didn't bring you on earlier. Well, I was stripped down, ready to go. Like, yeah, Mara gave away a penalty in the line. I was stripped off. To be oh. honest, it was close. Yeah, it Let's was. Let's be honest, it was pretty close until we got that final. Once Lopez uh, missed that kick, penalty. I knew you were on. Well, do you know what happened? And we can touch on it. I had an opportunity against you boys, the Wasps, Saracens. We put out the Shags. We've put out the, the fringe players. And you've gone back to the Wasps players and said there's a weak link in that defence and you've talked about the noodle because the first carry, that Cooper Woolley... Straight into you. Jumper, did you tell him to do that or not? Well, four of the five did wear a noodle bib that week, so... Oh, Jesus. Well, there I, you go. I don't know if that's anything to do with it. Well, either way, I've given him a career now. He's just, as I said on the other podcast, he ran over a legend. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that. But yeah, so a bit dusty. It was a good night out after, wasn't it, Kelly? It was a great night, Jim. It was an absolute outstanding night. And so Jim, he's been uh, talking it up a fair amount over the course of the week as we were leading up to it, weren't you? Well, I wasn't talking it up. So the phrase that you kept on saying, you said, lads... Beyonce's going home. Beyonce's going home. <laughs> and so why did you say that, Jim? Because he says in Scotland, he says that he is more famous than Beyonce. And that is a true story, Jim? Well, I know. I... I say that, but not because I called myself Beyonce of Scotland. Duncan Taylor said when we walk around Edinburgh, he thinks that I'm more famous than Beyonce. I'm not Scotland. convinced that's true. Mate, I'm not convinced he'll, that's he'll true, Jim, but if you want to say that, that's absolutely He'll fine. vouch for me, but I talked it up, I'll be honest. I talked it up the night before, sorted the boys out at a club. Me and Kelly Brown are on stage singing. Yeah, I saw I saw the video. It was excellent. Thanks very much. Uh, he was happy, wasn't he? Yeah, he, he was, was delighted. He was you were in your elements. Happy. You reminded me of Beyonce in Madison Square Gardens. Mate. I'll meet, her, I'll meet her there. But all I'm saying is is it went downhill from there. Oh, yes. What happened? Food poisoning. Oh, no well, way. Well, again. Dodgy Edinburgh kebab, was this? 
again. So he says. It was either that or it was just a hangover, but I'm not sure which is true. But either way, so we had a, a Saturday session and then it sort of flowed into a Sunday session. Jim, as you know, you know, he thinks he's a bit of an enforcer. Sunday evening, he is absolutely sound asleep at my house. Is that correct? That's correct. I had food poisoning. Mm. So the boys have gone back on the train. I'm literally lying in the service carriage while the other boys are in first class drinking champagne, celebrating, by the toilet with the door opening, boys unleashing hell. Obviously not a great sight. And that was me on the way back, rock and roll. To be fair to you, I've never seen you in that sort of state. You were absolutely gone. And so all the boys are taking photos and videos of him. And he's literally, he's got absolutely nothing. He can't even fight back to that. And so there's a fair chance it was actually food poisoning. But all I'm saying is he always says he's the enforcer. That's right. And he's not a very good enforcer. Yeah. Made another big announcement at the weekend. Well, I'll retiring. Oh, what do you mean, old retiring? <laughs> Mate, a legend of the game is, is leaving is leaving the fields of war, of battle. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Coventry, won't lie to you, Coventry was flagged at half-mast, Warwick Castle. It's a pretty sad place. A calfskin, a proper Scottish calfskin retiring. Wow. You think, um, imagine what Scotland was like. What a career. Thanks, B Mac. Delighted for you. Thank you very much, mate. Um, so, yeah, enjoy retirement. Yeah, I think Kelly gave me a, a good stat. What was it? 60, we mentioned it before, 63. 63 Scotland Caps, about, uh, I think in the Six Nations, I think your Six Nations winning percentage is about 29% or something like this. There you go. Something like that. I mean, I am flying high on about 39%, but, <laughs> but you, you, it doesn't matter. You played against Italy a lot of the time, didn't yeah. you? So yeah, I see that? I always, got, I always got rested. Jim, uh, I would love to hear one of your favourite memories of your... Uh, of your illustrious playing career? I always summed up my Scotland career and said, I didn't have many good days, but I had some great days. And I did. That's beautiful, mate. Yeah, yeah. it really is nice. It was deep, isn't it? Um, we didn't, though, did we care? We didn't win many games, no, let's didn't. be honest. But we hey, we beat Ireland at Croke Park to shut down that stadium, yeah. lockdown. Dan Parks kicked the kick from the corner. 2010. We talked yeah. about this. Yeah, played played in that. That was a, that was good because we had a good night out. That's the night I met the Mumford and Sons. I mentioned that before. So it was just so rock and roll. Fiftieth uh, cap for Scotland. We've mentioned that as well. Ran on there with JJ. <laughs> just on his fiftieth cap. I have honestly, you were you were absolutely phenomenal in that game. Thank you. Sixty two caps of some fairly average stuff but in that one game <laughs> who was that against? he, he was it was against the Australians it's a straight big game tier like one tier lines, one nation and he's hitting lines he's offloading he's making line breaks and that's and that's true I swear that's true Shackles he were off was phenomenal in that game Shackles were off so that hey that, that was we lost though we lost well of course we did but yeah oh you were good in that game so well played so favourite yeah winning winning the Champions Cup was pretty good yeah I can only imagine bank. It was good. I know I only got a minute, but in five years' time, I can say it was half an hour. No one's going to remember. I got the medal. <laughs> and one of your regrets. Surely there's a one or two regrets. <sighs> Playing for England oh, when I was younger. At age grade? Well, I just, I'm, not, I'm not English. Why'd you do that? I, I, I was lost. I was at an age where I didn't know who I was. Who am I? Jeez, I didn't know that. Yeah, England 19s. Oh, wow. I played against Kelly Brown in Chile. Yeah, it's true, in Chile. In Chile? Yeah, yeah in that Chile. was where the tournament was. Absolutely, <laughs> it's about forty-five degrees. <laughs> it was so hot that game, so hot. And loads of lads, loads of England lads. This is what English people do because they're yobbos. All <laughs> shaved their head before the game, so they've gone out and played the game. Forty-five degrees, heat of the day, 
Three of them had to be sent home with sunstroke. <laughs> Jim has come out. He's about, well, he's the same height. So he's uh, six foot eight. He's got the skinhead. We are thinking, who the hell is that freak? But, uh, hey. Smash Scotland play. that day. I've yep. f- absolutely regret it. Um, yeah. Who, 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 is the, who is your most favourite person you punched in the face? David Pace. Oh, he's, yeah, well, this... that's just because I smashed him. Oh, Devon Toner. I'd say. Oh. You and Al Kellick have had a couple of scraps as well over the years, have you not? Or has it yeah. mainly been the uh, sponge fists I've been coming out against him? I've filled Al Kellick in a few times as well. <laughs> Handbags Hamilton. What, who's saying that? Is it... That's what came out of the Glasgow camp. What? Handbags Ham- Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally... H squared, they call it. Mate, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I could take any of them down. No problem. I do, do, I, do, I do regret the David Pace fight a bit. What happened there? It's Technically, it wasn't your fault, I'd have said. In your defence, I don't think it was. This might be my opportunity. This is my platform to defend myself. So 2012, Gloucester. Bit of a shambles. Coach uh, Brad, Brian Redpath left. And that was my first game as captain of Gloucester. Got the honour of captaining an amazing club. I remember at Majeski Stadium. First thing, running upstairs. First first game as captain for anyone. Fell up the stairs. Fell up the stairs, nearly knocked like, the bloody wolfhound dog out. Ran onto the pitch and we are getting spanked. Pants pulled down, we are getting hammered. Ten of the boys are leaving that are playing. No one's interested wants to be there. I'm trying to rally the troops. And then I've got this Aussie hooker pushing me in the back the whole way. Next thing, grab him, have a little bit of a push. Proper handbags. So handbags at noon. Next thing, we get brought together. David Pierce was the referee at the time. And we're there chatting to him. Like, I've got my hands on my knees. That's where I've, that's my uh, relaxing position. He's come and need me in the back. You don't see this on the YouTube clip. I've turned around and thought, who the fuck is this going? Excuse the language. And then we've both been yellow card and I just thought to myself, if he says anything again, he's getting a sponge. And then as we've walked off, he started gobbing off again. Bang. One, two, three. Martial arts style. Automatic red then. Automatic red. Well, you, you've missed out. The th- like he's KO'd on the floor. Well, he, he weren't quite on the floor, but he should have been. I think his teammates were holding him up. He was wobbly, wasn't he? He was wobbly. He was wobbly. He's had a 10 centimetre cut on his forehead. There's blood everywhere. It weren't a pretty sight. But then I, I was a little bit gutted after because I thought I'd embarrass myself a little bit. But then I thought about it. I thought, first game as captain of Gloucester. I've got some Aussie lad trying to fill me in the whole time. What do I do? So in hindsight, I'm, I'm glad in a way I did it. But, you know, it's not a great advert for the game as much as we've had a lot of banter about it. Two million views on YouTube. Have you? And <laughs> did old Pace speak to you after? We had a beer the next day. No way. Yeah. That's rugby for you though, That's rugby. It? That's ruggers. Genuinely, we had a beer the next day. Say la vie. Yeah, so I'd say that's a little bit of regret, but nothing, nothing really. And I said in my statement, and I'll say it again, rugby has given me a life. Mm, I like that. Yeah, it has. You know, like I've come from a kind of unprivileged background. I didn't go to The Rock. Yeah, fair. The Rock, Rock's a private school, isn't it? Black yeah, Rock. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't Rock. go there. So, you know, rugby wasn't really, there wasn't an opportunity, so... I'm very lucky to have played the game. Grew up in Cove, God love you. Well, Scotland at first and then Coventry. But yeah. So that's it. So that's enough about me. Well listen here, we've a few we've a few people have tweeted in saying um Easton Boyd said he's gutted. Uh you're a great Scotland legend. Oh, thank you. Scott Roddy Fraser, no more. Melted Wheelie Bin. Dave Day said, Well done on the final best three minutes by a welted Mealy Bin. 
top player, gave everything for Scotland, even when the rest didn't. Oh, th- cheers, Dave. That's a bit harsh, Dave. Um, no, he's true. I was trying. Mm. I was trying bloody hard in those games. <laughs> Mate, you were anonymous. Who's that? Anonymous. That's Dave Daywell. Oh, he, he knows his rugby. Matthew Matthew Coleridge Smith says London Irish are absolutely devastated. Honestly, didn't like. <laughs> honestly, didn't like Jim before I started listening to the rugby pod, but completely done a one eighty. Good luck in retirement, Jim. Oh, cheers, cheers, Matt. I don't know if that is that, a, back, is that a backhanded compliment. <laughs> yes. And one uh, one of my buddies, Jordy Murphy, said, "Congrats on a savage career." P.S. Brendan Macken is a coward. See, I didn't know whether that tweet. Cheers, I, I didn't know whether that tweet, like what savage, like that means like savage, like you've been savage. No, like good. excellent, like like lethal, brilliant, savage. Why are you like, a coward? I don't know. He's he's got to be uh, some I think story jo- there. I'm... No, I don't know. I actually, uh, I think that's Jordy's Jordy's way of a bit of, of a bit of banter. We've been uh, we've been reluctant to. Well, we've tried our best to get him on the show the last haven't we, Jim? The last few months, but um, he keeps saying no. So whenever we do get him on. We'll be coming at him for that comment. Uh, Thierry Dussetoir, well done, mate. Big respect for your achievement. Is he German? I don't know. Is <laughs> it, terrible is French accent. Is that Thierry Dussetoir, the rugby player? Uh, Rupert Dixon, there have been many... Hang on, we- hang on. You're polishing over a message oh, yeah, from one of the greatest <laughs> rugby players to ever... The best back row, the second best back row. Thank you. Behind, <laughs> <laughs> behind Richie McCaw. Oh, Mon pleasure, Thierry Dussetoir. Uh, mon ami, je suis fatigué aujourd'hui, and maintenant, j'ai. Von Rouge. Uh, von, yeah, I don't know. I have, I don't know. <laughs> you I really lost don't it. speak French. I, I, a little bit. I mean, spent a year there. That's but. very nice of him. And uh, Rupert Dixon, there have been many wheeling bins, but only a few have melted. I'll tell you what, I'm getting. That, that's my le- my legacy. Basically, I've banged out David Pace, who looks like a bin man, and I'm being called a melted wheelie bin. That's how I'm going out. There we go. Uh, thank you very much for the messages, everyone. Greatly appreciated. Some backhanded, but I'll take it. I will. A few excellent ones. Social media questions now. And we'll go to Chris on the social media desk. Thanks, Jim. Great to be here. No problem. So first up, we've got a question from the Black and Red. The question is, when did Kelly and Jim announce their tour dates and what's the band going to be called? Hashtag Bramilton. I'll let Kelly answer this because there's an opportunity here for us now. We've got a platform. Right, okay. So, well, I think it's, I think it says it in the uh, in the question, and so the band is obviously called uh, Bramilton. I mean, it's got to be that, doesn't it, I'd have said? We said, we think there's a market. I think, is it a market? For me and Kelly Brown, the brand, Bramilton, I'm not just talking about T-shirts, but we'll sell T-shirts if we make loads of money. But to go out <laughs> and do after-dinner speaking, well... Maybe I'll do the speaking and you'll do the... You sing. can speak, I can't speak, mate. So you do the speaking part and then I'll just sing a couple of songs at the end. And then so we, we said we'd, boom. We'd, we might do something like that. We might branch out away from the rugby pitch and do something. So hashtag Bramilton. That'd be excellent. Yeah. What do you think? Is there a future in that? Or? Well, without a doubt, yeah. There's nothing like that. Hang on. There's something... You can be our manager. Yes. <laughs> I should be, shouldn't I? Yeah. Without doubt. Yeah, I should be. I can sell sand to the Arabs. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be involved in Bramilton somewhere well, along the line. Yeah, we'll move on. From John Delaney, is Pancake Reed the worst player in the Leinster setup? <laughs> yeah, this made me laugh. I, I I have no idea what Pancake Reed means. I texted Noel um, and asked him, so I don't really know what that's about. Uh, it's pretty it's pretty harsh from from John Delaney, but maybe Noel nicked a bird off him or something like that. I, I don't really know. So what is his name? Pancake Reed? No, his name's Noel. Noel Reed. So I don't know where the pancake bits come from. Is he the worst player in Leicester? Let's, let's, well, let's just say he is, eh? Let's just answer the question, yeah. 
Is, is he the worst player at Leinster? Or? Nah, he's not. No, no, no. Who is the worst player then? They're all good. Kelly, that's a Hence great why, that's a great question. Well, Hence why they're in a semi-final of uh, of, of Pro 12. Would oh, you on. say... Answer the question. There's got to be a worse player. Okay, they're all good, but who's the worst of the best players? Devon Toner. I said it. <laughs> I, said, I said it. Would you say Devon Toner is the worst player in that team? No. Who is then? There isn't any. No, of course there is. Maybe like in, our t- in the Saracens team, basically, it goes the worst player... Well, I'm just trying to think of people. You know, so Petrus Duplessis. Like he's classed as like one of the worst players, Kelly Brown. But he's all, <laughs> but Kelly Brown didn't used to be as he's got older. Yeah, Kelly, Kelly Brown's gone into the, the worst player category. That's like a, you a just collective. have a weird jealousy over Dev Toner, don't you? Honestly, mate, I genuinely, <laughs> you have given me so much stick on here saying that he's going on the Lions. I would never have said anything. I just think he's. I think he's he's uh, he's pretty underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. He plays. How's he underrated? He plays for Ireland. Yeah, what's wrong he, he's overrated. Oh. I'm only joking, actually. He's a nice guy. Good player. Yeah. <laughs> so either of you guys could pick up on this one. It's from Ross. Are you going to do a tell-all autobiography and what would the biggest revelation be? Well, blame me. Have we got any dark secrets? I can't really think of anything. I mean, a few things. Oh, I've thought... A few I've things thought, in my youth. Yeah, what? Well, there's nothing bad. You ever been arrested? No. BMAC? You no. Don't, you don't look a man who's been arrested? Nah, thankfully. Why do you not look like a man who's been arrested? Hey. You ever been in a street brawl? Nah. Okay. No, I've only thrown one uh, punch in my entire life. Well, that's a big deal. So one, it was actually, it was Glasgow Warriors versus Leinster in about 2008, 2009. And we were getting absolutely spanked. And it was, all of the ball was getting turned over in the breakdown and I was getting seriously pissed off. And so I think it was Jamie Heaslip, he was over ball. And I was lying on the ground, and I was about six inches away, and so he just punched him. Oh. How'd you feel? It was a good after? shot. Yeah, it was all right. To be fair, it was all right. I didn't mind because I was good punch. Yeah, yeah, it was a good connection. I think it split him actually. Oh, here he is, Kelly Brown. I'm not sure if that's true. I'm not sure if that's true at all. I'm not sure if that's true, but it was B-Mac. not that we we don't condone fighting. The only on here, punch I have ever thrown in my life, and we don't condone fighting on here, but we are men in a combative sport. So we can talk about it. B Mac, you? Never thrown a punch in an actual match, no. In life? In life? One or two. In younger days in school. Who oh, wow. in what Oh, I can't Mate. remember. You know, there's no fighting in, in rock. No, no, we're right. studying law and stuff, aren't you? We're, and doing weights. Mate, talking of handbags, watch the watch the boxing back. Uh Joshua Klitschko. Did anyone watch that fight? It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was pretty good, wasn't it? Mate, how good. I yeah. thought Klitschko was gonna do a job in the math when he put him down. I couldn't believe Joshua was standing. Chris, do you watch it? Didn't see it. You've not lived. Okay. If you didn't see that Go fight, you haven't lived. Genuinely. Yeah. Cam? What? Did you watch it? What yeah. do you reckon? Yeah, it was an incredible fight. How, who's he going to fight It was just next? like a proper fight. So know that in terms of it's a skill, you know, if you can try and not get hit. But it's pretty boring. Whereas I felt in that fight, it was basically just two guys just absolutely flying after each other. And it was such a good fight to watch. How long do you reckon? I reckon I could do a round with them. No, no, no way. No. Oh, hang on. No. Good luck. No, you could see. This is what. Why? Tell me why. Why? Tell me why. Because you've got to throw uh, something back as well. If you're throwing the sponges, then the ref's going to step in and stop that, isn't he? I I had a boxing match in New Zealand once. I might have mentioned it before. Got knocked out in the first round, but that was my own fault. (laughs) And that was against who? Well, it was was against nobody. Yeah, but and now you're saying you could do a round against either Klitschko or Joshua. I I I don't know whether I'd make it. I I would do it. Who would win out of Mayweather and McGregor? Let's ask that question first. What do you reckon? 
Prob- I know we're going a bit off off subject here, but it's nice. It's refreshing. Yeah, go on. Probably Mayweather, because he's a, he's the out and out boxer, whereas McGregor can't be kicking him in the head and doing all that UFC stuff. Yeah, uh, Mayweather probably do hundred percent do do a job in him. So do you think? Because I'm thinking, what what's Mayweather and McGregor? Who, who's the smallest rugby player? What as big as Shane Williams? Yeah, about that size or a bit bigger. 155. I reckon they're probably smaller. Yeah. So they're tiny, tiny guys. So you could you do a round with Mayweather? Nah, it'd be way too quick. Nah, to be fair, I reckon nah. you could. Nah, 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 nah. I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> you could run away for three minutes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Sprint away. Reckon, I'm pretty sure. I reckon, you could... I reckon I could do three rounds with Mayweather. It's because no. he couldn't hit you in the head. He's not that big. Yeah, he'd be jumping up to try and hit you. He'd be CMJ to try and hit you. There'd be yeah. no power behind them punches. You should actually do a charity fight, or, or yes. yeah, you should do a charity fight. No, come on! Before what? we release the album, September, my, October time, to get my, you and Nick for the album pictures. My missus will kill me if I get in a boxing ring. The missus will kill you've me. Who, who said, wants it? Who <laughs> wants it then? You've just <laughs> said you'll do a round against Klitschko, and now you're saying you're not even going to do a charity boxing fight. I will yeah. do a charity boxing match against Devin Toner. No way! I'll no, tell he you can't because he's still an athlete, mate. Well, it is dangerous. Well, like I it's reckon, da- if I go in the work there, it's dangerous. Al Kellock, I reckon you know you lay down the law with him. He yeah, knows. I'll, I'll, well, put, I I'll put him into next week. Do it in Scotland somewhere, in Edinburgh or something? Yeah. That'd be good. In the castle, that'd be amazing. In yes. the castle? In the castle. Could you imagine that? Imagine a big ring in the castle, that'd be ridiculous. Jeez, I'll, I'll be your in box manager ground. as well. That'd be yeah. amazing, in the parade ground. Okay, well we can talk about that. What would you, okay, here, During the tattoo maybe. Here's a question you know, for all you. All the stands tattoo, are there. Tattoos. Tattoo, oh, yep. tattoos. What would your fighting name be? Like when you're coming into the ring, how would you want to be announced? Um, Jim, yep. the phenomenon. Hamilton, that's it. Just something really simple. Really? Okay, fair enough. You? Surely it's Brendan Rock. Yeah. Brendan the Rock? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like that. Yeah. Something to do with the Rock, anyway. Cal? I'd probably just have to go for... Surely you wouldn't go with Kelly, no? No, no, no. It's good, <laughs> though. It's a girl's name. It's good, though. It's good, though. <laughs> sort of like it lulls them into a false sense of security. Uh, probably Kelly One Punch Brown. See, that's not scary. What do you mean it's not scary? If that was Dave, one I'm punch brown. I'm essentially saying, all right, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, fair enough. So Kelly, yeah. one punch brown. Yeah, yeah, probably. Brandon the Rock, Mackin. Jim the Phenomenon. Hamilton. Hamilton. It's got a ring to it. All Things are a bit too long, actually. You're a little bit. Jim the Phenomenon. Or just just phenom. Ph- no, no, Phenomenon. That's it. So I'd, I could Jim. just change my name. <laughs> phenomenon Hamilton. Hey, here's one. So Joe, the yeah. Catman Smith. Yeah. Versus Vern, Rabbit Muncher, Cotter. Jesus Christ. I know. What a fight. Oh my God, that would be insane. That would sell out 10 times over. Where? Who's uh, winning? Who's winning first? Joe, 100%. Why? Why? Oh, Vern's a big man. Nah, 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 nah. He's so much smaller. Nah, nah. Joe would have Draco and Doris in the corner meowing away at him and he'd be so fired up. <laughs> bing, bing, bell would go. Vern would be on the deck within 20 seconds, 25 seconds. Straight out boxing. Yeah, bang. Mate. Burns a killer. He's a hunter. He he is a hunter, isn't he? Yeah. And he's big. He's a big farmer. New Zealand. So Joe Smith's from New Zealand as well, isn't he? Yeah, but he was a teacher. Mate, hang on. He was a headmaster. He's an English teacher. So teacher versus farmer. Just because he's got a couple of uh, cats in the corner, that doesn't mean he's going to be a good fighter. Yeah, but but he loves his cats. Yeah, but he loves his cats. How much does he love these cats? Like he he has them in the car. Do you have children? Uh, yes. How much do you love your children? Yeah. There you go. Right. Okay. Fair point. But still, <laughs> he blimey. brings. Yeah. Did you know that Joe Smith brings his cats <laughs> to training? B Mac told us. What? No, he doesn't. 
Well, I, I heard from a few of the lads back home. Who? What lads? Geordie <laughs> <laughs> for calling me a coward. Nah, I'm only joking, Geordie. Mate, while we're on it, let's have a, let's have a couple more matchups. Finn Russell, Johnny Sexton. Johnny Sexton. Fit? No, not Johnny, a chance. Johnny, ah, like you see, Finn you've Russell all, would bite his nose off. You've he all, is. You've all, you're not allowed to bite. He is full it's on not aggression. Bloody snatch. He's you've full all, on aggression. You've seen Johnny the way he plays. He's a fiery character. He's hard as nails. I reckon that. I reckon that's. Johnny would be odds-on favourite to win that. I beg to differ. Boys, yeah, Finn's obviously Finn. a good goer then, is he? Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's from the Estates in Glasgow. Is it Glasgow? Is it Glasgow? Let's say he is. Air, I think. Well, let's say Glasgow even... it sounds rougher. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd buy Finn. Definitely, like, he's from the streets. Who else? I've got another one. Be tough. Give us another one there, Jim. Here's a good one. Mel Gibson. Brave art. And Patriot. Liam Nelson. Oh, they both Neeson. They've both done Scottish accents, haven't they? So they're both plastic Scots like you. Oh. Hold on, that's a bit harsh. What's true? No, it's not true. You're not even Scottish. Twenty-seven years in Scotland, mate. He does seven months Scottish he spent accents. in Scotland, and all of a sudden, and that was a Scot. Yeah. What the hell? His dad had a bottle of Iron Brew, and so his dad's Scottish, and so as a consequence, Jim is apparently more Scottish than I am. Mal Gibson, Liam Nielsen, Nelson. Who <laughs> wins that? Neeson. Who wins that? Neeson. Neeson for me, he's got that bit more edge about him. Yeah, I think I'd agree as well, especially no. in that film, Taken. Taken. BMAC, here's a, my last one. And the, again, it's off the cuff. Now, Brendan, BMAC, The Rock, yep. um, is girlfriend, mm-hmm. soon to be wife, <clears throat> she might be, is <laughs> the twin of Jimmy Gopeth's wife. <laughs> so if, if they were there and you were fighting over whose partner that was and you had to fight Jimmy Gopeth, who would win between you and Jimmy, Jimmy Gopeth? Me. You reckon? Yeah, Jim's too nice. Nice, he's the nicest guy in the world. Mate, he's fighting for his bloody wife. Yeah, but Jim's. Is he married? Is he is he married to her? Yeah, Jimmy's married. Jimmy's married yeah. two kids. Jimmy's married ten years now. Right. And you're telling me you beat Jimmy up for his wife of two kids for Jimmy's wife's twin, oh, who looks geez. like Jimmy's wife. <laughs> so they're identical said, twins. Yeah, we've already had this discussion. That's a bit strange. Well, that's what we said. Who did you meet first? Uh, I well, so Jimmy played with me in Leinster. Right. Okay. So you met. His wife and thought, Whoa. no, 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 incorrect. And then just thought, oh, I need someone that looks twin. like you. I need someone that looks like you. Well, wow, funny you say that. <laughs> I've got a twin sister. So how did it happen? Was that essentially it, or yeah, more or less, yeah. Well, always Sorry. anyway. So I don't know how we got into the fighting part. Let's get back onto the rugby. <laughs> yeah, Pro Twelve semi-finals, Leinster, and our good mate John Barkley's team, the Scarlets. Leinster for me. By ten, by ten. Yeah, they'll um, learn from from their quarter final or their semi final defeat to uh, to Claremont. They were excellent semi final or second half of that game, especially at home. RDS Friday, I think. Even though the Scarlets have played some real, really really nice rugby, um, Stephen Jones has, has got them playing really really nice stuff. But I do think um, Leinster will just have too much power for them, in my opinion. Biased opinion. Well. Biased and I just think Leinster Expert will go opinion. Kelly? Yeah, I think I would agree. Eberlink uh, in saying that, I think it's going to be close. And the Scarlets are a very, very strong side. I think in their last game, I think they spanked the Ospreys. And certainly some of the backs, I think, you know, they've got a lot of attacking threat out there. So I think it's going to be a good game, first and foremost. But I think that Leinster will just squeeze through. Mm. On the same banter aside, I think Leinster are a good team. 
I think it's going to be a Leinster Munster yeah. final, which will be pretty amazing. So that brings yeah, us I on to the Munster you. Munster Ospreys. Yeah, I'd agree with you entirely. I, I just think over the course of the season, you know, with everything, uh, the obviously the sad, sad news about Anthony Foley. I think you know that they are still sort of on the crest of this emotional wave. And I would love to see them actually go ahead and win the whole thing. I think it would be a fantastic end to the season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, what do you reckon? Agreed also. You'd like to see Munster win? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, seems to be written in the stars for them. It does. It does. Um, so another talking point. So is the Rugby World Cup groups. Um, we're not going to talk about England or no. the New Zealand one. Who are they? No. Who are they? We're going to talk about the Ireland, Scotland, Japan group. That's a good group. That's a good group, I think. I think it's going to be tough. Uh, obviously, you know, Ireland you know, are a very, very strong side. But I think Scotland, you know, we have actually beaten them a few times over the years. And so there'll not be that sort of fear factor, maybe, that is still there with some of the top teams. Uh, the only thing that slightly concerns me, though, is obviously with the World Cup actually being in Japan, they will have a very, very strong side. Uh, so I reckon that game is going to be unbelievably tough as well. Yeah, I think the fact that Japan they, just throws... yeah, They could beat one of them. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. What, Japan can beat one of Scotland or Ireland? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah, that's at home. If they get them on Japan on form... Um, but then again, I don't know how good they're going to be with Eddie Jones. I think he was pretty good. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. I don't know how Japan are going I've to have no progressed. Idea, yeah. Do we know who's coaching Japan? Yeah, it's... Uh, Jamie Joseph, I think. Ah, okay. So the um, Highlanders. Yes. Ex-Highlanders so. coach. Yep. Wow, he's a good coach as well. Yeah, exactly. But I think as well, you know, one thing on uh, Scotland's side, obviously, is they actually played over there last summer and I think that they managed to win both of the tests. And so that's a good thing. It's obviously showed, you know, they can go there and they can win. Yeah. Um, so I would still fancy Scotland and Ireland to, to probably come out of that group, but... Please God, yeah. Yeah, I would certainly, <laughs> Hopefully. I would certainly hope so. Anyway. It'll be interesting to see with Ireland. Do you think, like, how long do you think Ireland's key players have got guys like Heaslip, O'Brien? Do you think they're still vying for the for the World Cup? Yeah, Be- definitely. Best, yeah. Do you think Best will want to go after the the Lions tour? Do you think he's got another two years in him? I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you also got the young lads who are who are starting to really progress really well. Jack Conan putting yeah. serious pressure on. Um, you know, on Jamie Heaslip, uh, he's been he's been brilliant. Dan Levy, another back rower. Yeah. Um, Reese Ruddock as well. The strength and depth that um, the Irish province are starting to get now is 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 uh, is uh, really really good. And I just think um, you know Ireland are going to be really strong. You know, in uh, in the next World Cup. Who's the key man in that uh, side? Would you say in terms of the Irish side? If there's one player, Johnny. See so yeah, it without doubt. Yeah. So if he goes, yeah, yeah, he's the same when he plays for Leinster. They're not as strong. Yeah. Yeah, when when he's playing for Leinster, they're ticking they're ticking that bit more. Same when he's playing for Ireland, but you know, as I said, there's young guys coming through. Paddy Jackson, young Joey Carberry. Um, Joey Carberry looked about thirteen when he won one at Mallard match in that game. Yeah, he's in the uh, Champions he, Cup. He's a class of act. So so yeah, it's uh, but yeah, if, if I reckon if, right now, if you take Johnny out, Ireland will Ireland Ireland aren't the same. How old team. is he as well? I don't know, maybe 31, 32. No, I don't think that's good. When you're relying on one player. I no, don't no, think that's good. Don't get me wrong, they're not relying on him, but yeah. he's the key man. Yeah, he makes him tick. He makes him tick. He is. Cal, just quickly on Scotland. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd probably say similar. I'd say it's probably the standoff. I think it's Finn. 
I think a lot of the upturn in Scotland's fortunes over the last three or four seasons have probably been down to him. I think he's just got this sort of flair at standoff. I think he's a confident player. And I think that that Scots on the whole, it's almost... I don't think as a country that we're sort of very confident. And I think, you know, just the assertiveness and almost the swagger that he has brought, I think, has been a huge factor for Scotland. If he was in the team, we would have won a World Cup. That's yeah, all I know. There's a fair chance. And definitely we would have won three Six Nations, do you reckon, with him at 10? Well, I'm not sure. You know, definitely we'd probably a World have Cup. won slightly fewer wooden spoons at least. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, Brendan, we're going to come on to the Rugby Onslaught post of the week. So it's a Facebook page that posts some quality banter each week. So Brendan's going to pick something for us. What have you got for us? You lads, um, the video of you boys celebrating in the change room is pretty, uh, pretty good. The... Ashes off the two line songs, pretty funny. He's a cheeky so and so. Cheeky so and so. How good is the verse though? Ashes. And so Baz actually, he wrote the verse for it as well. Did he? So yeah, so that song, it was actually on the trip to St. Anton, and so it came out. Uh, and I'm not sure why, I think you know the song was on and someone just was like, Ashes off the two line, he's a cheeky so and so. And so then from there, it's actually Baz, he is, uh, he's written a verse. And it's got stuff like, uh, what's it? He used to do the ash splash and now he's just counting cash. Ash, he's off the t- Honestly, <laughs> yeah. it's so, so good. It's so good. He's done so well. I think. Well, Richard Barrington, hell of a boy. So that's the Rugby Onslaught post of the week is our team Saracens in the changing room. Pretty special. No more of them happening. But, um, but more stuff that is happening. We're going to sign off the way that we should always sign off when we're joined by Kelly. Blue. One punch. Brown <laughs> with a song you're going to sing us out he's not going to sing us out with any old song though is he nah he's going to sing us out with a Scottish song Kelly Brown hit it I don't know if you can see the changes that have come over me in these last few days I've been afraid that I might drift away let me tell you that I love you, that I think about you all the time. Caledonia, you're calling me, now I'm going home. And if I should become a stranger, you know that it would make me more than sad. Caledonia has been everything I've, I've ever had. had. <laughs>